Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. To say Tessa Blanchard, a champion's champion, a fighting champion. Why? Why, Tessa? Well, like like I said, Rich, she's top dog right now. She's the champion. She's got to send a message. And oh, whoa! Jordan Grace out of nowhere. <laughs> oh! Jordan Grace out to save the day, if you will. Thick mama pump. All over Tessa Blanchard with big fists, forearms, kicks. What's she doing here? You know, I've seen commissioners, I've seen general managers. Oh, come on now, that's... The warning was issued. And she's, I mean, defiantly holding that title up. Well, she was kicking dirt on the Progress Women's title there on the ground. Very disrespectful. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 44, Warrior Wrestling 4. There's a lot of fours going around the table Ooh, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is the voice of our very special guest tonight, Steve. How do you say your last name? Because I don't want to botch it. Tortorello, big old Italian last name, a lot of I syllables. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I don't have an Italian last name, but I do have Sicilian blood pumping through Ooh. these veins, brother. Oh, my God. Uh, maybe that's why I always think of Tortellini when I... <laughs> You always make me so hungry. Tortellini, tortilla, various <laughs> foods, my friend. He's the dish that you wish. Ooh. Uh, and with us tonight, as always, the master maestro of podcasting entertainment in the region, Sretton the Savage. What's up, baby? Always full of high energy like JR. <laughs> I'm always taking jabs at JR. That's not fair. I'm good, man. He's going to cut you one of these days. One of these days. And it's not going to be a blade job either. Mm. <laughs> um. Tonight, we're going to be going down the card for Warrior Wrestling 4, which takes place on March 15th at, mm-hmm. in Chicago Heights at Marion Catholic High School. 
Uh, me and Sretton and a gang of other people we were there with uh, had a very great time at Warrior Wrestling 3. Super pumped to have you back on, Steve. Uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, anytime, man. Let's just dive right into this shiz, Nick. Let's do it. Um, so I don't know how you want to run down this. I like, I, do you already have, you guys have an idea of like, what's first, what's opening up? I've got an idea. So I, I've put together an, a rough draft. Mm-hmm. It'll get changed a dozen times before the show. Like a dirty diaper. Like a dirty diaper. But, um, generally we think right now the main event is going to be SCU versus OVE. Uh, that's gotten a ton nice. of traction and I, just, it's a dream match. I've been watching and like we were talking about about uh before we went on air i when i saw frankie kazarian and sammy callahan kind of going at it on twitter and sammy was like uh you know the o- ohio greater than symbol over socal and i was like prove it warrior wrestling four and then it happened i was like oh my god what just happened yeah it's super stoked man and it, yeah. it really is from uh to me twitter's a great place for the wrestling community oh, like promoting any fans talent alike is it, it, there's no better social media platform um and it has been just that match alone has been blowing up from people that i never would have thought or seen that now their eyes are all on warrior wrestling dude so great job awesome thank show. you very much well i think with that one it's a couple of things there are two three-man teams obviously They've got two very specific brands, right? right. SCU is the fun-loving, SCU, fun-loving, SoCal, being the elite, right? charismatic, they're heels, but you love them. OVE is some metal-ass dude, dudes. They, I was, yeah, yes. I'm glad you said They are the Midwest, like, literally their theme song for Impact is just OVE. Over and over yeah. again, and you're like, yeah. it sounds like a cult. Yeah, dude. So it's just it's brutality. two different brands mm-hmm. clashing, and I think the regional aspect adds a lot to that because they're both brands literally named after where they're right. from. It, it definitely brings that big fight feel, yes. dude. Like huge, huge faction warfare. This is like, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for this. I think the whole wrestling world is. This yeah. is the first time, to my knowledge, it's ever first happened. First time ever. Anywhere, I was talking to Ethan Page a couple days ago at uh, Black Label Pro, and Ethan Page goes, dude, maybe last time ever anywhere. Who knows how the the wrestling landscape is changing? It might be the only time. Yeah, as we all know with the AEW kind of coming out of, I I hate to say nowhere, but it's times, it it is a hell of a time to be a wrestling fan and talent and promoter. It is crazy what we're living in right now. I, I think once everything is said and done, this could be greater than uh and this is my own personal opinion if you don't like it oh shame on you i think it could be greater than the golden era and uh the attitude era i agree on that war oh yeah i agree because we didn't you got to think and a lot of it has to deal with the way that you are consuming the product of Mm -hmm. professional wrestling they never back in the 80s and even in the 90s the, the internet is huge for professional wrestling yes whether you're watching it or just uh, witnessing the feuds online, like I said, you know, Sammy Callahan yep. talking shit yep. to Frankie Kazarian. I'm, I'm like, whatever. I just want to throw a shout out to my boy and like, why don't you prove it at Warrior Wrestling Four? And then they announce it, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh my god, it's great, man. You, you can't write that shit, dude. It's that was a moment for me where I'm sitting there like, this is so cool, dude. That that just happened. It, yeah, I had nothing to do with it, but it, it happened, you know. And I'm, 
that's how invested I am in your guys' product, and it's super cool, man. Even getting our shows off the ground. So we started Warrior One was in May of 2018. We started putting together a little over a year ago in January of 18. Literally, I could DM someone on Twitter and be like, hey, do you want to be on our wrestling show? Yeah. And they would get back and say, well, what's the date? Who the hell are you? And <laughs> that we I'm went- Bart Simpson. I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? <laughs> we went from no one on a Tuesday to by that Friday, Alberto Del Rio was on our wrestling oh, show. Nice. And in no other era was that possible. Right. No one. You and know, that's a huge grab. Dude. Yes. Like, I, I still am a huge fan of uh, El Patron or Del Rio, whatever yeah. you want to call him. And he was great on our first show. I mean, all of his issues notwithstanding, he was wonderful for us. Total pro. Nicest guy you ever met. Thankful. Shook everybody's hand. Hello, sir. Thank you very much. Happy nice. to be here. You name it. And so... In, in the 80s, if I wanted to start a wrestling show at our high school in 1987, how do you do that? You, you can't. There, you can't have drugs but there. In, yeah, well, first of all, yeah. The Sheik and Duggan wouldn't have shut up. Oh, my God. Sheik and Bubba. It was a different time. <laughs> but in 2017 and 18, when this got off the ground, I literally, from my computer, in my sweatpants, contacted some of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Were they champion sweatpants? <sighs> they might have Just been. lie to me and say, yeah. Yes. All right. Yes, they were. Well, all right. <laughs> So yeah, it's a different world. It's a yeah. totally different world. And like, like I said, man, that it it totally benefits the wrestling community as a yep. whole. Whether you're a booker or a fan or a talent, there. That's why I say and mark these words because you may not have heard it anywhere else, but you're going to hear it tonight. That this will be and has the potential to be the biggest era ever in professional wrestling. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You better I agree. Agreed. <laughs> I Should concur. Have concurred. <laughs> what, <Should have> concurred. <laughs> what was that I, movie? I, I concur. Catch With, me uh, if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that in the theater. That I immediately uh, caught that. Yeah. I, I concur. I concur. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so, yeah, we are absolutely jacked about this show. As we were talking before we went jacked on Jacked and stacked, brother. Jacked and stacked. This is basically an overstuffed burrito of a wrestling show. Ugh. It's like you went to Chipotle, and you asked for double meat, and then you asked <laughs> for cheese and guac and the fajita veggies, and you get to that poor sucker at the end of the line, and he goes, oh, "Am I gonna wrap this with a beer?" Uh, yeah, because you know that's the one great thing about them—you can get a beer. That's true. It's, oh, we, hell, this is yeah, a yeah. two tortilla wrestling show. Yeah. I, I, real quick, I want to uh, reiterate because I don't know if I said this on our uh, episode, the aftermath. Um, after Warrior Wrestling Three, when we were at the VIP Fan Fest. I was so stoked to see Stone Cold E.T. there. <laughs> yes. My buddy J.R. was like, oh, I just want to go meet the big guy. I'm like, fuck that. There's Stone Cold E.T. Have you ever seen him order at McDonald's? Man? It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Our first show in May of 18, Brian Cage comes up to me backstage and goes, dude, how did you book Stone Cold E.T.? <laughs> this is and I said Brian to Brian Cage, Cage I go, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> He's he like goes, Virgil. He goes, Stone Cold E.T. is it your fan fest. I go, what? <laughs> he didn't. He just showed up. He just showed up that Virgil in method. gimmick and was Stone Cold E.T. Yeah, yeah. It, it's he super awesome. He bought a awesome. ticket. He must. I don't know. Yeah, it, that that is cool, man. And I, ever since he's been there. Awesome. I can't wait to see him again. I'm, I'm going to definitely get some video footage. <laughs> oh it needs to be God. the Juice and E.T. interacting. Oh, please do let him introduce the podcast. <laughs> oh, I would love it. I'd love to have him on. And we'll do video. Maybe we'll hook up the, the Juice Trons and get it going. You know, I got a surprise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's everywhere. Um, 
So, yeah, let's get into the card you have booked on here, this overstuffed burrito, if you will. And I will. So, SCU versus OVE we talked about. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Austin Aries. For anybody that saw Warrior Wrestling 3, they had a fight. It was incredible. There was bananas. There was spilt beer. There was garbage cans. There was kendo sticks. There was blood. There was, you know, baking pans. You name it. It was an absolute fight. Ended with Eddie Edwards putting the uh, the horns of Aries or the last chancellery on Austin Aries with a kendo stick. It was brutal. Isn't that technically the Moodalock? Is it a Moodalock? I think it's like Did a form Moodle- of the Moodalock. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so Aries or uh, Edwards wins. Mm-hmm. Aries afterwards is just busted open. We got these great pictures on the website of him just bleeding from above yeah, and around the eye. Yeah, it was good. Eye. And I loved how he had the headband thing going. It kind of yes. reminded like some from the Goonies or whatever, you know? Or like this Karate Kid. is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It was awesome. So it was a huge fight. And so I'm talking to Austin Aries like a week after the show. Legitimately, this is a shoot. Austin calls me from... Bang, bang. Bang, bang. His, his father's 65th birthday party, he's hanging out in Florida poolside, and we're talking about coming back, and Austin says, you know, Eddie Edwards beat me in a fight. Everybody knows, especially Ed, Eddie Edwards, I would kill him in a pure wrestling match. And I said, well, that's what we'll do. And I love that, because to me, that harks back to the days of the ROH uh, Pure Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really uh, resonated with me, and uh, I, I can't wait to see this match, because People who are fans of Eddie Edwards will know that he can fucking go like oh just, you know, he's adopted more of the hardcore gimmick, which I think it's benefited him. But it it is still kind of weird. It's kind of out of nowhere. Um, I, I did love Aries shoot on him about oh like, you're, God. you know, you're just a second rate Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> who do you think Impact's going to call when I hurt you? Put you on commission. Sure as hell won't be me. I was like, dude, that is great. Yes. man. These, they're taking that story that everybody knows about. Tying it in, and you really haven't heard Aries talk much after he walked out no, on he Impact. he went silent. He went silent. Be silent! It's <laughs> a quote the Exorcist. Um, so that was super cool, and when I yeah. met him there, too, he he had a little bit of the heel shtick going on, and I remember he had walked away, and he came back, and I just looked at him, and was like, yeah, hashtag heel shit, and he just kind of laughed at me. It's like, so even to get that from Austin Aries was yes. cool, you know, like... And he ended up being super cool and taking pictures and everything. And I've been, I've seen Aries a million times. Uh, super huge fan of his and yeah. Eddie Edwards. Uh, I can't wait for that match, dude. Like you said, Eddie can go. Eddie and Davey had some incredible matches in like 2010, incredible, 2011. Dude. And so this is going to be, it's going to be impressive. It's yeah. going to be pretty cool. I cannot wait. Woo. Uh, Brian Cage defends the Warrior Wrestling title in a fatal four way. This, this was is a match awesome. Cage asked for. Him and the Rascals. So Cage and I, which, again, what is my life? I text with Brian Cage all the time. Dude, if you can get the rat, not to cut you off, but if you can get the Rascals to cut a fucking promo like they do on Impact, like the That 70s. Yes. That would, oh, my God, dude. That would be so awesome. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to the guy. They're really cool guys. Yeah. And so Cage wanted, you know, Brian Cage always wants to seal the show, have an incredible match. Right. And he said he had this idea. For a fatal four-way, it's Warrior 4. It should be a fatal four-way. Nice. Me and all three Rascals. And I went, done. So I called the Rascals, and they all said, of course. So it's going to be, if if you guys saw Warrior 3, you were there. Brian Cage monkey-flipped Bandito across the ring. Correction, that was the Vanilla Gorilla flip. The Gorilla flip (laughs) on Bandito. And I had a buddy say to me, oh, my God, is he going to flip two or all three Rascals at once? I was like, we'll have to see. 
Oh, we'll have man. to see. You have to tune in the high spots for that if you if you can't attend. Oh my god! So that match is going to be absolutely bonker sauce. It's not. We also have DJ Z and Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy's nice. a name a lot of people might not know because he doesn't have national exposure outside well, of the he, Indies. All, uh, all in. Well, he's an all in. Yeah. Triple uh, A. So he yep. does a lot in Mexico. He's unbelievably talented. Yeah, I, I love mean, his just work. incredible. And DJ Z is blowing up left and right. It was Impact for right. a long time. And those two are old friends, old rivals. That match may steal the show. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Uh, I've been a fan of DJZ for a very, very long time when he first came in the Impact uh, and was kind of like the guy to spearhead the next generation of X Division stars mm-hmm. uh, back when he was known as Zima Ion. Yep. Um, and I think what there was some who was he involved with the angle? It wasn't really an angle. I think was it Chris Saban or somebody he really hurt? Oh, I don't remember. Oh no, no, no! It was a guy. Uh, Jesse Goddard's got real hurt at one point. It, it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't Jesse Goddard's. It was a long. This guy ended up competing, I think, in WWE at some point. He was like the football dude in oh, TNA Gut Check. You know gosh, what I'm talking about? Yes, 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 yes. And he broke his neck. Yes. And then TNA kind of did that story on him. Yeah. And it was in a match with DJZ, I believe. Get his name. Damn it, the guy's name. Anyways, <laughs> DJZ's been, and he's a Chicago native, right? He, uh, he's Pittsburgh native. He's been in Chicago for a while. Though. Yeah, he's been, yeah. So yeah he's okay. a hometown boy now, adopted. And uh, he's just gotten better and better and better. Oh, he's yeah, he's good. incredible matches. And um, I, the burr, 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 burr. It's so <laughs> perfect. It's so perfect. He actually mixed his own entrance theme. Nice. And it's just, it's going to be awesome. Those Hell two are yeah. going to tear it up. Can't wait for that. The we got uh, melting, melting faces match. Yes. I'm going yeah. to add reverb later. <laughs> that, that's my nod to metal and punk. We're going to melt some faces. Yeah. Hell yeah. Britt Baker and Kylie Ray. A.E. Dub. A.E. Dub. Yes, sir. Now, let me ask you this. Hit me. Okay. We were, and I was fortunate enough to see you at Black Label uh, Pro Unplugged this past weekend. Woo-hoo. So shout out to Mikey and yeah, those Mikey, guys. Great they show, my friend. Put on a great freaking show. Um, I just censored myself. Uh, mm. pay on the back juice. Hi, <laughs> I was talking to Brandon there, Brandon Morgan. Mm-hmm. Now, don't bullshit me now, Steve. I will not bullshit you. I've never. No, had. don't fucking bullshit I me. I won't. Now, I swear to God, I don't know where the bomb is. <sighs> Are Cody and the Bucks gonna show up to this? No bullshit. I have no idea. No bullshit. I have no idea. And here's here's that's the, what's great. That's yes. it. That's the answer I wanted to hear. Yes. And here's so I've been asked that question easily two dozen times in the last two weeks since they've been doing this stuff. Right. And everyone's like, but come on. You know, I was like, from what I understand, the places where they showed up didn't know until like the day before. Right. So are they welcome? Absolutely. <laughs> and if they happen, why to be not? List, if they happen to be listening to the juice podcast right now. Please, yeah. We tell us what kind of beer and appetizers you like. We will yeah. lay them out. Um, I ate a Big Ed the Assassin's a uh, uh, cigar connoisseur, just like Cody Rhodes. So whatever you want, we'll bring we, it to you. We will take him wherever he wants to go in the city of Chicago. So we are cautiously optimistic given the pattern. We're also very, very. So my buddy Eric, who's my my, my main guy, and I, we were mm. talking about this yesterday during the Super Bowl. And we're like, oh, God, like, we just don't want people to expect it and us not to be able to deliver. Because as a promoter, that's the worst thing in the world. Where I don't like, think, oh, I, you know, they're coming. And it's like, no, they're freaking not. Like, I, I, so I don't want people to be like, oh, they are. If they come, we'd be thrilled. We'd be thrilled to have them. But 
I don't know. I, I you know? agree with you. I don't think that's the case because of what you guys, in obviously being there and witnessing the product firsthand before, um, it, it's not going to matter. That's not going to. Yeah. It if it happens, I, I even still say okay. In in the media's eye, does it overshadow a lot of stuff? Maybe. Sure. But uh, watching the matches and everything, it to me it doesn't overshadow that and like what you yeah. guys are putting on. So it's not a big deal for me. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. The exciting fucking thing is that people may not realize is like. The fact that we're sitting here talking about that could yeah. potentially happen. And here's the great thing. If you don't know, and even you being the promoter, that makes it that much more fucking cooler in yeah. rock and roll, dude. Like, yep. come on, dude. These guys who are, they are super rock stars. They are, much like ECW was like the Nirvana yes. of the 90s, yep. AEW is that another kick in the ass to like wrestling and pop culture. Yes, as a whole, and I say pop culture and everything because it is. They are crossover. Yep. They're not. They're more than just wrestling superstars. You know, if they're getting to the point now where it's like, shit, your aunt and uncle might know who Cody and the Young Bucks are. Yes. Like, that's super scary, but not in a good way. Or yeah. not, in a, not in a good way. Not in a bad way. Yeah. Um, I, holy shit. What they're a time a cool to be a wrestling. Thing. They are cool. And that's what's making, that's why I go back to saying this is going to be a huge wrestling period because all the uh, technology that we have and now the talents that we have and guys like them who know how to utilize it yep. and just show up at your show if they decide to yeah, and make that a, it's already a special event. Yes. But it becomes like historic if something yes. like that happens, you know, like that's, that's just insane that we can even contemplate that scenario. Like, would it happen? Yeah. So I'm a huge Springsteen what fan. What would you do? Ooh. What would you do? <laughs> uh, I'm a huge Springsteen fan and Springsteen for forever. I love streets of Philadelphia. And, there you go. He, oh, that's dark <laughs> and deep. The saddest Springsteen song there is. <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. So Springsteen would show up at the Stone Pony all the time. Mm -hmm. And just whoever was, if you were good enough to be playing at the Stone Pony, Springsteen would show up and be like, can I sit in for a few? And the place would go nuts. Yeah. And it was not planned. It was not, it was just Bruce was at home and decided he was going to go show up that day. That's and awesome. You, you don't know, you can't plan for it, but sometimes Bruce would show up and just jam with whoever was playing. That's kind of where we are with AEW. And so again, as long as, as I said, as long as no one's like, oh, they're totally coming. I'm going to buy my ticket because they're going to be there. Like, don't do that. Like, if they show up, trust me, we will put them in the ring and you will all love it. But if they don't show up, we're going to try to put on a kick-ass show anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. It's just, you know, you guys got some AEW superstars on your roster. Oh, my God. Like, half the half of our show now. Yeah. It's so it, it's super awesome, man. Uh, I, I can't wait for that. Uh, Britt Baker, Kylie Ray, Kylie Ray, who is the new uh, freelance. Yes, she is. I was champion. there Friday night. Were you there? Yes. Nice. Dude. Place went. You just had a weekend of wrestling. Oh God, it's my life, man. So I love it. Kylie Ray wins the belt from Isaiah. She was the surprise. So he had an open challenge. She answers the challenge. She beats him for the belt. I was watching a lot of it from the balcony. I went down to the floor right before the the, the finish of the match, and I figured she was going to win, and. I was standing on the floor by the doorway in the Logan Square Auditorium, and there's very few moments in wrestling where I've seen this happen, and it's always incredible. The moment, I don't remember if Isaiah's tapped out or if she beat him with a pin. I don't remember. I think she pinned him. But the moment the match was over, referee's hand comes down, one, two, three. Naturally, every person in the room, like, leapt up and threw their hands in the air. Oh, to yeah. To the point where I was standing in the back, and I couldn't see the ring because every hand just went in the air. And that's not a 
phony reaction. No, she's Every a hometown sweetheart. So excited. People, people love Kylie Ray. Oh my god! My first taste was at uh, Black Label Pro, and I was like, "Damn!" Like this chick is super awesome. He had the whole Pokemon gimmick, and I remember when we were at War Wrestling Three, we yeah. talked about like she came out, and it's like, man, and uh, you brought your girlfriend's uh, nephew, right? Yeah, yeah, kid. yeah. And he was like, I think That's he when was he got super, fired up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. fire it up, fire it up. <laughs> Damn, Tin Tin. <laughs> Smokes a road beers. <laughs> uh, dude, she is legit, and she's got a great backing. And I yes. think that's another reason. I think she's another reason why AEW might show up. I think Possibly. they're scoping her out, man. And The rumor know. is she is next to sign. I don't know that as a Really? Fact. Oh, yeah, that was on, I think it was on the Observer, the radio show a couple weeks ago. Oh, Dave ago. Meltzer? Yeah. Um, I don't know as a fact Schmelter. I could I could ask Kylie. She probably wouldn't tell me, nor should she no, tell me. No, no. But um, if I were them, it's a no-brainer. Right. So, A, she's inc- an incredible worker. She's quick. She's fast. Yes. She's crisp. Her, she's a better Bailey than Bailey. She And, and here's the thing, exactly. too. Exactly. Knowing her as a human being, the nicest, like, it is not a gimmick. She's the nicest person you ever met. Like, there's... She like Chris Candido, no gimmicks needed. <laughs> I had to drop that. Damn, Trend don't Chris know what I'm Candido, talking about. deep reference. Oh, I go deep cuts. Um, but no, she's sweetest human being you ever met. I mean, you root for good people to do well. Like, you can't want more good for her than she's doing. Right. She's awesome. Well, Stratton, you were, uh, before you even seen her, when we were at the VIP, you had seen her and were like, hey, I want to meet that chicken nugget. <laughs> uh, it's this old thing. It's it's kind of a, how would you say uh <laughs> An inside joke. Uh, back it, For you Tim and Eric fans out there, they had this skit where it's like, I want to meet that dad. And my son used to always say, I want to meet that chicken nugget. <laughs> so sorry about that. I threw you off your game on that. <laughs> An inside joke between two people and one of them is not here. Yeah, he's listening, though. But yeah, Kylie Ray, I'm super pumped for her. She deserves every good thing that's coming yes. to her. As, like I said, that first time seeing her at Black Label Pro, I was just blown away. I think it was her versus uh, Alley Cat, yeah. I believe. And wow. And to see the reaction she got at Warrior 3 was super awesome, too. Like, holy shit, dude. People like, this girl. love her. They love her, man. It's infectious. And like, you, I, I love what you're saying as far as she's a better Bailey. Worried about the cost of college? Miami University's tuition promise guarantees that the cost of your education will stay the same for four years. Learn more and apply today at miamioh.edu forward slash apply 2021. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Yes. Then Bailey. Because uh, and I like Bailey. It's not a knock. Right, 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 right. But it's just it's more uh I don't know. I don't even know how to put that into words, but that I think you summed it up pretty well there. Yeah. So she's uh-huh. awesome. And she's legit. So we broke the news to her. So Val, our backstage interviewer, told her yeah. she's wrestling Brit. She's also a uh what does she do? Roller uh, she's roller, derby. roller derby yeah, star. Yeah, yeah. Like she's legit. She's, yeah, she's super tough. tough. She'll break you. <laughs> Fuck so, yeah, I hope. Hey, Val. Uh, hey, Bubba. So Val told Kylie she's wrestling Brit, and Kylie's reaction was genuine. She was just, like, overjoyed. She's just awesome. Nice. Uh, Next up, we've got Jordan Grace and 
Lisa Marie Varen, better known as WWE's Victoria. Yes. They are going to beat the snot out of each other. I was super pumped to see this uh, for a number of facts. One, um, I believe this is after this year, she's done. She is done. This is uh, it. I loved her in TNA when uh, Lisa Marie Varen, Varen, however you say yeah. it, uh, with the tarantula. Yes. I, I myself have several tarantulas. Uh, I have for like going on 20 years now. So that whole gimmick to me was like super cool. Um, and she also used to own the Squared Circle in Chicago. She sure did. It was a great place. It, it, yeah, and that's where I got my idea of, like, hey, man, they were doing Nintendo 64 tournaments out there. And I was like, that's where it kind of came for me. And we did ours, and we're going to do another one. And Nice. Yeah, yeah. Super, super cool to see her against Sretton's favorite female wrestler currently. <laughs> I don't know. I like uh, I Lisa, won't deny his name. I like that. Lisa Marie Varon Victoria. No, no. Well, you remember Victoria, right? From WWE. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I like that full name. It's great. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on there. Yes, Jordan Grace, Grace is currently my favorite. Jordan is <laughs> incredible. I mean, yeah. so Jordan's another one. Shout out to Mikey Blanton at Black Label Pro. Exactly. First time we ever saw her was Black Label like a year ago. Me too. And they made her champion, and she she's awesome. I saw Ethan Page take that belt from her. Yeah. And that, that was a hell of a match, dude. Like, they, <laughs> holy shit, dude. It was false count anywhere. And they put each other through hell, dude. And like she is, what, what do they call her? A uh, little mama pump Thick or mama Thick pump. mama pump? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love. Hey, me and my brother. So is this Scott Steiner? No, Scotty, we're good. All right. Well, Scott Steiner dropping in on the show for you. Um, <laughs> I I love Jordan Grace's whole gimmick and everything. She's super tough. And like you said, a shout out to Mikey for kind of bringing her around the area and introducing us all to her. Because next thing you know, she's an impact. Yeah. You know, Don Callis has got in. his fingers on everything. Yeah, and all in too. Yeah, that was uh, facing off, against, squaring up against Brian Cage she, in the she threw over Cage the top round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <She, laughs> Threads looking at him. He's blushing over here. Oh, Shred, did you cool. see it? Yeah, all in? yeah, it was incredible. I missed it. Oh, he did. Miss I was it. in Europe. I was in. Europe. Oh yeah, he was in Europe. Fair he was enough. on business on holiday. I was up in a, in a jungle. I didn't have cable access, or <laughs> internet, or anything. You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. So that match is going to absolutely kill. Jordan Grace is incredible. Now, is she still uh, progress? She is still progress champion. And so if she is champion at the time, she we're hoping the, belt? it's gonna, the belt's going to be up. Nice. But she's got defenses in between, So and, and, and we don't know what progress is doing and what's happening there. So Right on, right that on. Is, that is our hope. Um, quick shout-out, too. We said it a minute ago. Mikey at Black Label Pro is incredible at finding talent. Oh, super, dude. He's like... Digs deep. I'm going to quote uh, an old 80s movie. So for all you skater fans out there that Ooh. get this, he digs deep and gets tight and cuts loose and struts his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Gleam in the cube. <laughs> uh, dude, he he is great. He You were absolutely, you hit the nail on the head on that one, Steve. Like Mikey finds these guys and I've had conversations with him where he's, I don't, I don't know, man. It, I don't know where he gets it, but he's got a super eye for talent, yes. dude. Yeah, I mean, the AEW guys. And I think Unplugged yeah. really displayed that, too, because oh, there was, a, was great. so many new faces, and I was just amazed at all of them. There yeah. wasn't a bad match on the card, if and I didn't even know a lot of them. If there's anybody out there like AEW or somebody else, and they are looking for new talent, Mikey from Black Label is the guy to talk to, because he's got his pulse on yeah. who's good and who's going to be really good. Sign, sign him as a scout. Yes. Hey. And if you need a commentary or announcer, the juice is here, and the juice, juice. will set you free. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Moving on. 
Next up, we've got Sam Adonis. I like that. L. A. Park. La Parka. La Paca. La Paca. La Paca. La Paca. The chairman the of WCW. chairman of WCW is yes. coming to Warrior Wrestling. I cannot wait. It, my son has a, a vintage La Parka mask, no. dude, which we will be bringing and getting autographed because I fucking love L.A. Park, a.k.a. La Paca. Uh, that match is going to be ridiculous. Sam Adonis is incredible. We were thrilled he's to like have the, him. The, what is he? He's like the he does a lot of shit in Mexico, and he's, yeah. but he's like the American dude who's like, isn't he like his thing, his shtick is like he's anti- Mexican. Mexican, his, yeah, so like the Trump thing. His initial in like 2017 and 2018 was he was a huge Trump supporter in Mexico. <laughs> he had Donald awesome. Trump he airbrushed on his ass. down there, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he has a giant American flag with Donald Trump's face on it that he would walk to the <laughs> ring waving. It looked like the Nickelodeon flag because it was so orange. Yes, it was incredible. <laughs> and so we first booked Sam Adonis for our first show because we wanted another slightly racist, anti-Mexican heel right. to pair up with Jack Swagger. That's 80s booking at its finest. Oh, it my God. Works. So we had a lot of Hispanic luchador good guys on uh, Warrior One, mm-hmm. and we wanted more heels to play off of them. And so I'm a nut. I watch a million hours of footage of indie wrestling from all around the world. And I read the Observer. I read the Torch. I read everything. And so I knew of Sam Adonis and that gimmick. And I thought, you know what? That is the perfect gimmick to pair with Jack Swagger at Warrior One. And and this total shoot, total pulling the curtain back. Oh, shit. You guys had Jack Swagger there? Yeah. Warrior One's main event was Del Rio and Swagger. Oh, juice! You got to go back and watch it on my spot. I I will. We, we, We had a little bit of complications, you know. A little bit like me forgetting friends like, hey, here's my login. Like, watch this shit. And I'm like, okay. And then I just, you know, everything going on. <laughs> Life happens. Yeah. So we brought him in to pair with Swagger. And this is, again, pulling back the curtain, true story. And similar to what I told you about Brian Cage last time I was here. Absolute incredible guy to work with. Mm-hmm. Sam Adonis gets the business start to finish. Very respectful. Totally organized. Wonderful guy. Lots of ideas. Very helpful. Nice. Um. And he was so helpful at show one that Eric and I said, and we told him this as we were wrapping up show one and putting everybody on the bus. We're like, dude, every show we do, you're on. He was that good of a dude. As much of a of a dick persona as he plays on. I like it. You know what I mean? Awesome dude. Just awesome dude. He's la grande verga. Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm killing his mystique right now for those listening. I mean, he's terrible. He's a horrible I still heel. Don't like him. <laughs> Keep there it kayfabe dead. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Dial it back. Dial it back. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, Gil. I I can't wait to. Man, I saw when you guys, that was like one of your first few announcements, though, was this matchup, wasn't it? L.A. Park, baby. Yep. Yeah. So super excited, man. And L.A. Park, who's doing banging it out in MLW right now, dude. He just had a match a couple weeks. They aired it a couple weeks ago on their YouTube Mm -hmm. show. Him and Sammy Callahan just crushed it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. brawl all over the place and. Yeah, it, it's so weird too because, like, in WCW is kind of somewhat treated as a joke. Yes, which sucks, but it's still he had that he still has that rub from then. You know, yes, all of us who grew up and watching WCW Monday Nitro, like they know La Parca. You know, it's like last show we had Super Crazy and Ultimo Dragon. That was awesome. It's the same crossover of like, yeah, oh, yeah. that guy was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we're going for. It, so. it totally works, man. 
next? Next up, a battle of the behemoths. Oh, these guys. Hey, Shred, you remember this guy. The- oh, my God. Talk about finding talent. And we can't claim credit for this. DJ Z recommended this guy, Wardlow. Yeah, yeah. He's out of Pittsburgh. Dude is a beast. Jesus! I mean, this is this is the guy, when you talk about a professional wrestler, this guy walks in the room and you go, oh, that's a professional wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, he's got the size. He's got the height. God. He's got the square jaw. He's got yep. the power. He was in the free yeah, for all man. Warrior Three, and he just threw people oh, around yeah. like ragdolls. We we enjoyed it. We oh very much enjoyed it. <laughs> it was awesome. And so now you've got him versus Moose, the former NFL old lineman. I mean, just uh, hey, and you know what's weird about that? Hmm. To give you a quick little uh, NFL shout out to John G. If you're out there listening, uh, he was also he was a St. Louis Ram, and he was a a Patriot. Oh, Moose. Mm-hmm. So. Super bow error, super bore, however you want to call it. But yeah, I had to interject. So proceed. Yeah. No, th- so that match for us, I mean, that's that's a hoss match. That's oh, two man, big dudes huge. who that's a lot of weight. And they could both go, dude. Yes. They could both like Moose to me has made the best transition out of anybody I've ever seen come from the NFL yes. to pro wrestling. And I, I, I was very p- privileged to have a pretty lengthy conversation at the VIP fan fest at Warrior Three. Nice with him and uh talk about football and just wrestling in general and you know where impact's going where he's looking ahead i really think i, I think he's really wanting to go to wwe i think, I think he really so, yeah. wants it he, you yeah. know all his tweets and everything it's all with wwe guys like ricochet and uh yeah who's the other dude uh Ua nation oh uh apollo cruz apollo cruz um so unfortunately i think that's where he's gonna end up being yeah i think he's better than that so but uh, anyways, it he was super go. cool to talk to yeah. him. Yeah, Moose has made that transition, too, and he's great. And I, the thing that really surprised me at WW3, hashtag WW3. Oh. Um, yeah, I like to give you guys that hashtag. Thank WW. You. Where were you when WW4 happened? <laughs> you Man, know? we skipped a war. Yeah, right? Um, when he did the, he reached down his tights, and I see him doing it oh, more. Oh, God, like, yeah, Man. yeah. I like to call that move the stanky-danky. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so bad. And then I remember after I met him, I was like, I shook his head. Oh, no. <laughs> and Paige reversed it, put it right in his oh, face. Oh, man, all that <laughs> banter. Beautiful. Over Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, And that Wardlow guy, this is the first time I ever seen him. Now, who does he do most of his work with? He lives in Pittsburgh. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Okay, there so is... he's been in the 2300 arena, hasn't he? Well, that's Philly. Oh, is that, oh I'm yeah. thinking of, yeah, okay, okay, I'm thinking so of wrong he's thing. part of a group called, I think it's International Wrestling Cartel, the IWC. Oh, yeah, 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 He's yeah. been their champ on and off for a while. He is their guy. And DJ Z, who's originally a Pittsburgh guy, right. recommended him. And, and that's what's so cool about this process is that our goal from day one was to treat everybody well, wrestler-wise, and, and have them be happy and want them to come back to the show. And one of the things, one of the, kind of happy accident benefits of that is that the wrestlers are out there like finding us other wrestlers. They're like, you got, this guy's awesome. You got to get him on your show. And he was the guy that DJ Z said, nobody's heard of this guy around here. He's going to break out huge. You want him on your show. And we trust DJ Z enough that we're like, all right, we'll book him. Let's do it. And we did. And the guy's awesome. And we're booking him again. Nice. Love how that works out. It's called networking children. Try it. Be good to people. (laughs) Yes. The golden (laughs) rule goes a long way practice it so after that we've got the ego robert anthony with his buddy frank the clown oh frank the friggin' clown uh that's mick foley's daughter's bow in yeah it? yeah noelle's been at all the shows she's awesome yeah and, was uh, she at the last one she is yeah she doesn't do anything on screen so to speak but, but just, she was at warrior wrestling three yep, yep she was there what what the 
She's mostly backstage. Yeah, she, 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 she has to be because she gets mobbed her. by the juice. Oh my God, Juice! <laughs> She's wonderful, wonderful human being. Yeah, nice. Well, I'm sure I, I would love to hang out with Mick Foley. You know, he's done he's done some stuff out here. I remember like uh, years ago him doing book signings in Valpo at yep. Barnes and Nobles and yep. stuff. Uh, so no stranger to the region is Mick Foley, but uh, his daughter, man. Mm. Mick is on our long term wish list. I have had conversations with Mick. Um, you bastard! I know, right? And um, just. The thing with all wrestlers is it's everything's about dates and, and right. what works out, who's doing what, et cetera. Long term, we would love to have Mick at a warrior wrestling show. He's one of my idols and just the nicest human being in the world. So we that that is a long term goal for us. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Let me come to warrior wrestling. <laughs> bye bye. It was a little man kind of little macho man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I'm sorry. So that match is going to be a blast. So they were in the free for all. They started it. They ended it. It ended with Frank interfering, ego winning uh, by nefarious means over yeah. Pillman. And yeah. so Pillman demanded afterwards, if you saw in the video we put up. Oh, and I love said, those backstage videos. They worked really well. They're we're really happy with they're that. killer, man. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah. So he demanded a one-on-one, and that's what he gets. And he wants his hands on the clown as well. You know what I like about uh, <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr., especially if you're watching him in uh, MLW, hmm. and uh, the fact we were talking uh, off air earlier how the Hart Foundation are a new tag team yeah. champion, so which, it, you know, they run on the Freebird rule, so any one of those guys can represent uh, the title belts in the matchup, but I like how he's kind of a heel, but he's not. He's a weird, a weird thing, like, because he's not like one of those stone-cold anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. But he's like he's already super over because of his dad. Yes, you know, and so no matter what he does, it's like people are gonna like dig him. Um, as far as this goes, like, but he's not he's not taking like heel tactics. Like he's straight, like not ducking and dodging a fight. Like he wants the real deal, the fight. So yeah. he's coming off as a face that way. It's like for me, he's blurring the lines so much more than they I thought they could already be blurred. Yeah. As far as character goes, if you think about it that way, he's you know, a little bit of a loose cannon. I love that. That's, exactly, dude. That's you know, hey man, blood's dripping. <laughs> I I love it, dude. And I had a great time talking to him too. Uh, I was a super huge fucking Brian Pillman fan. Oh my god! So to sit there and and have that moment with his son who is doing it now, and I I hold uh, people who do that like uh, father son tandems. Uh, I'll use the Dweezil Zappa reference mm-hmm. right now. I'm a huge Frank Zappa guy. We were talking earlier. Uh, I love what D- Dweezil does as far as a tribute to his father. He goes out, learns his father's complicated ass music. That they, it's if you go to some colleges, that's like like the hardest music they can give you to learn in their ensembles is Frank Zappa charts because mm-hmm. they are that complicated. Um, but he goes on, pays tribute to his father and plays his music and does it well. Yep. And that's like, to me, that's the best representation to see it. Not some fucking hologram like they're getting ready to do. Um, and to me that resonates like what Brian Pillman is doing is yes, it's a love of the business, but deep down we all know it's a love for his father. Dude. Yes. And I have a huge respect for that. You know, I'm a father myself and, like if someday if my son ever did something like that, whether it's whatever he decides to do, I would just be super honored. So for yeah. anybody who does that stuff, shout out to them, and it, it really it kind of grips you by the by the heart a little bit. And on top of that, 
He's good. He's super good. It man. would be one thing if he was doing it to honor his dad and everyone's like, oh, but he's not that good. He's awesome. Whatever it is, he has it. There's charisma. There's presence. He can sell. Yeah. He's athletic. He's the right size. He's got that mullet and he looks just oh, like his dad. It is perfect. <laughs> it is. The mullet and is the, beautiful. The, the Cincinnati Bengals Zubas. Dude, I had those when I was a kid in fourth grade. <laughs> I was rocking uh, some Ninja Turtle high tops and Cincinnati Bengals Zubas. Shout out to the Road Warriors. So cool. He will be, whether it's with WWE or AEW or whoever, mm. he will be a world-class star. Yes, He for just sure. has it in his blood. Yes. So that match we're pumped about. Uh, second to last, the penultimate match, at least on our rundown here, Ooh. is the most ridiculous match we could possibly <laughs> book. Ethan Page and the Space Pirates. Love it. Love it. Sren's a big fan of Space Monkey. Oh, my God. That's, doesn't that sound like a punk band, Ethan Page and the Space Pirates? <laughs> it does. And both, uh, you know what? The first time I saw Ethan had a chance to talk with him, square up with him, if you will, was at Black Label Pro. Um, and I know the Space Pirates are pretty much staples at Black Label Pro. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's super cool right there to see. And I uh, go ahead and announce who their opponents are. Hornswoggle. Yeah, yeah, another black label guy. He's going to be at the Whoop. There it is. Yes, I believe. he is. Congo Kong. Yeah, that's an. He's another uh, former Impact, Impact star. Yeah, and Jungle Boy. Yeah, the Sun Jungle Boy. You in the jungle, baby? Yeah, the son of Dylan McKay. And who's Ooh. Dylan McKay? You might ask. Well, let me tell you, Luke Perry. Oh. oh, I just had to leave it. That's so crazy that. <laughs> and he's also in a, another AEW yes, superstar. He hey, you know, let's uh, lead to more speculation here. <laughs> Sorry, it's going to happen. You yep, guys are no. stacked with AEW talent. Like, this is ridiculous. I um, was talking to Ethan Page on Saturday at Black Label Pro, and he's, first of all, awesome person. He is awesome. super. And, Sretton, uh, real quick, you want to chime in uh, your experience with him? How you, you felt, you were telling me you felt super comfortable talking to him more than to anybody yeah, else. Yeah. He's awesome. I became a fan super fast. And I remember uh, Butchman Lee, JR. Uh, JR, I'm excited, Butchko. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's like, what did you, what'd you think of Ethan Page? And he's like, hit a, hit a great build. Another <laughs> inside joke. Anyways, uh, I remember him going up. I was talking to Ethan. I met him a few times and, uh, you know, hooked him up with some JP Dub swag and whatever. And uh, Jr. goes up to him and is like, hey, you know, my, my name's Jr. I'm on the podcast, too. And he's like, you ain't got to be somebody to kick it with me, you know? Like, it, it, that was super cool yes. because that shows you the personality of Ethan Page. He's so super nice. Uh, I was telling you earlier before we went on air, uh, he rocked the Carnage trunks, uh, the all-ego. And I was it had the total Carnage black and red. And that's my favorite villain going back, dating the shit. I got uh, Carnage swag from 1994 from Ooh. Chicago Comic-Con before there was a wizard world even around in Chicago, you know? Um, and he had the carnage eyes on the front. I was just like, dude, this is so awesome. And we were waiting a uh, real quick story for you. <laughs> there was like a super long line for the bathroom at black label. Like Ethan page is like the head of it. And I'm like, man, I'm standing there. It's like, Hey, is anybody in the girls restroom? And they're like, no. And I'm like, kind of sitting there like, well, what the fuck are you guys waiting yeah. around for? Like utilize the facility. <laughs> uh, and then right as I'm like, screw it. If you guys ain't going to go, I am. And then uh, who who was the wrestler we were talking about earlier? You were super impressed at Black Label. Oh, uh, Kristen Statland. Yes, yes. She ends up walking and going, and I'm like, damn it. Now yeah. we all missed our chance. Oh, man. He ends up, Ethan Page goes in the bathroom uh, for an undisclosed amount of time. <laughs> uh, 
Lord knows it was stanky. No, I don't know what he did. No, but uh, uh, he comes out and he's got uh, he's got a Spider Man comic shirt on. I forget what issue it was, but I instantly recognized the Tom McFarlane artwork, the big eyes, you know, yeah, the detail. Yeah. I'm like, hey man, is that you know Tom McFarlane artwork? Yeah, it's my favorite cover. I'm like, fucking sweet, dude. Like, I love. We've had a few talks, you know, about comics and shit, and that's one thing I love about him because I'm a huge comic nerd as well. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, threaten your bookstore <laughs> stands now what was once hollowed ground in my as my childhood is. Friendly Franks and uh, Excalibur Comics. So, Sorry yeah. about that. Super cool. No, it, it's still cool. You, I'm glad to see someone's doing something with it. But yeah, I just had to kick that story in real quick. So I feel like if Ethan Page lived in the region, he would be on this podcast biweekly. I, I'm sure. Like, truly. And the weird thing and how cool he was when I went to uh, the Big Trouble in Little China mm-hmm. or Little China. I always want to say, damn it, Mikey, you and your 90s and the 80s nostalgia throwbacks. Uh, I remember going up and talking to him and he was, you know, I had the swag, you know, I had magnets and stuff. And I'm giving him, he's like, oh, so you're really doing it. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, you know, we go weekly, just, we have fun. We talk wrestling. I like to promote people and my favorite wrestlers and this, this and that. And he was like, well, hey, if you guys, you know, I'm, I'm going to be out here more. If you guys want to do it, I'll do your podcast. Yeah. Didn't even have to ask the guy. Yeah. You know, like, and, and this is a super huge talent in, mm-hmm. in my eyes. I've been yeah. watching All Ego for a few years now, and I, I loved when he turned up on Impact. I remember talking to him. I was like, hey, man, like I like you know the thing with you and Matt Seidel, but like why don't they just push All Ego? Yes. You know? And he was like, yeah, yeah I, I know what you're saying, you know? Like, yeah. I might just let you be you and let it work and go, you know? Well, then Seidel got hurt, and Ego got right? put in the Ultimate X match, and he, and he did killed it. Job, dude. The a lot elbow of great drop spots, was, the elbow drop. He was it. awesome. Yeah, yeah, super awesome. awesome. So shout out to Ethan Page, and hopefully you're out there listening. You know, he know he knows what it's about. The machine that is juice as far as retweeting and helping promote. He's he's one of the big guys I really uh, invest a lot of my time into to getting uh, his name across to people because he's super cool, man. Super cool, super talented, great in the ring, great character. He and I were talking this past Saturday that <laughs> I pitched him this analogy, and he he hooked on it immediately i said essentially i said are you a seinfeld fan he's like am i a seinfeld fan of course i said in this match you're jerry seinfeld because he's surrounded <laughs> well, by the most ridiculous it. characters in wrestling <laughs> right. and he's just gonna direct traffic and and play off of them so i think he's gonna have a blast i think the match is gonna be incredible yeah yeah it's gonna be cool uh this will be my first time seeing uh jungle boy and congo Kong. congo kong is a specimen dude he is oh, he's, he's a- so big Big mother, man, but he he's can, just and he, he can do a moonsault, he can do, yeah, he's just. I really enjoyed the Monsters Ball match with uh, him and Abyss. Oh, I didn't Impact. see that one, you didn't see that? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Go back and watch that. Uh, checked out on the Global Wrestling Network. I sure will. Last match we got is a six man scramble match, which is a staple of the freelance wrestling shows, and we're bringing it here. We have four freelance guys, Gringo Loco. Isaiah oh, Spiracus. awesome, and he's at Gringo Loco. So uh, I seen another guy. Uh, MLW. He, ML. He just signed with MLW. Yep. Um, I my first encounter with him was at Black Label. Oh, so okay. Mikey, you know I expect these royalty checks for all the love you're getting tonight. Um, love you. Mike. At least make some stickers with my big ass head on it. <laughs> um, but he fought Puma King at oh and it was, it was in November. Yeah, how match. was it, dude? It was great. It yeah, was fucking awesome. I had a thing. I really wanted to be at that. I want to say I was out of town or something. But um, that looked impressive when I saw it get announced. So we got Gringo, 
Isaiah Velasquez, former champ, just lost the belt to Kylie. Yep. Matt Nix, Bryce Benjamin, all great wrestlers from freelance. And then Rich Swan and Andrew Everett. Nice. Uh <clears throat> both guys at Warrior Wrestling Three that opened up the show and oh, really what an opener. And set the tone for a fucking great night, dude. And it's right now, I, I know it was super cool because I don't know if you probably don't know this, Steve, but this was actually your first ever wrestling match. It was my first wrestling event, yeah, oh forever. Gosh, and yeah, now, ever, now going, he's been a fan going back, but he was only like during what the NWO days, during mm-hmm. the, yeah, when I was a kid, WWF days, Hulkster days, right. Macho Man, Ultimate yeah. Warrior, then went away, then NWO, right, and, and then didn't mess with W. <laughs> You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. WF or E. Until, all until the juice came into his life. Yeah. Ooh. Until we started doing this. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then as of what, what was the date? On the uh, Warrior Wrestling Three, January five, two thousand nineteen. I yeah, like it. That's that's when my fandom blossomed. Oh, and I, I got a lot. Of, it. I got Steve, a lot of catching up to do. I man. think you like, would have been too as a promoter and just as a fan yourself. I almost see, lost my voice. Yeah, to Aww. see someone like I was watching. I was super stoked the whole night, but what paying attention to him and watching his reaction because I was like, man, you know, although he's my producer and whatever, and but he he does have a passion for this shit too, and it was sure. like underlying. And I was like. I can't wait for him to experience this new generation that we're in. And oh, and so the great. fact that you brought it to him and brought it there and like after that first match and I seen it and then he got super vocal. He like almost <laughs> lost his voice. Oh, that's awesome. That's the point. So yeah, I had a bunch yeah. of students who were volunteering at the show and they were just helping out just to help out because they were wonderful kids. And after they volunteered the fan fest, they just sat in the bleachers and watched the show. And I'd check in with them throughout the night as I'm walking past, like, how you guys doing? And a bunch and none of them were wrestling fans, knew nothing about wrestling at all. And, you know, one girl who I taught the year before, who's just really fun, she's a, just a, a nut. And she's like, this is amazing. Yeah. And part of the, the greatest joy, like, yes, we raised a boatload of money for the school. Yes, we put on a great wrestling show. But watching people who either didn't know wrestling or loved wrestling and hadn't been live before. That's and that's see it. it and I'm just like, I have done a good thing. Yeah. If nothing else, hopefully the, the people who didn't know it before or saw it live for the first time went, this is incredible, now I'm in. And that's yeah. that's like your whole mentality like envelops my mentality of the whole reason I started this show as uh, the passion I have for pro wrestling and to let people know that, hey, man, it's not just WWE. No. And and if, if, if that's what you think it is, you're either A, going to live in the past or you're just going to not watch wrestling and uh, it's whatever. Yeah. But my whole point with this show was to bring people to something like that. And I watched it happen with him, the guy who produces this show. And it, dude, it was electric. It was this genuine, like when you go to a rock show or something, and like, or you hear this song and your hair stand up on yes. your arms. And like, you know, I don't know if you felt that or not, but you look like you're having a great fucking time. time. And it, yeah. that made my hair stand up. I was like, yeah, he's 
getting it. He digs it. Like, I'm not just sitting here bullshitting you guys every week, you know? Like, I'm telling you what the fuck the real deal is, and it's awesome, dude. I took, so I was, I'll I'll make this story super fast. I was supposed to take, uh, my girlfriend's got a niece and three nephews for one sister, and I was supposed to take all of them with me. And they range from 18, 17, 16, or 15. Gabe's either 15 or 16. Sorry, Gabe. Uh, And then 12. They were all supposed to go. But I was telling them about the event. They've never been exposed to it. Their father tried to move like his shift at work because he wanted to come. He's like, I'll go. Like Mm -hmm. if if they don't want to go. Yeah, yeah. But it turned out that Gabriel was the only only person that was like, yeah, I'm going to come with you. We'll have a good time. Mm -hmm. And then I think he was hesitant. Because you're not used to going an event unless it's at a concert and your your voice is drowned right. out by other people screaming. Mm-hmm. So and then there there is a chance that the things that you yell, you could either start a chant or you could yell something that they can hear. You can be heard. Oh yeah. And uh and it, it was like I had I had fun the whole time because I saw that it was cool and I I just the environment everything was great. Um, but then when Frank the clown came out and Gabriel <laughs> oh, started yeah. screaming at him. But he hates clowns too. He hates clowns. Yeah. And all he said, I hate all clowns except for Ronald McDonald. But uh, but then he started yelling. And by the end of the event, like we were all just like screaming and clapping and yelling, and it was great. Yeah. And Kylie Ray actually started it with Gabriel. Once he's once uh he's the Pokemon, I saw him either like Yeah, he he perked up, but I had a I had a great time and I'm in now. Like I'm there's just so much that's happened in wrestling in the last thirty years. But it really it, covers like all the forms current of time is super man. exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hits you. So, real quick story, and this kind of delves into something we talked about earlier, kind of mm-hmm. getting into my origin of wrestling. That's what I want to do. My buddy Eric Hamilton, who's my right hand man in all creative endeavors, he and I just are yin and yang together. Years ago, this is like 2002. I was working at what is now the, gosh, Hollywood casino amphitheater in tinley park has changed names like okay six or seven yeah times. the tweeter it was the world whatever. music theater yeah, originally. It was yeah, the world. Yeah. and i was working as an usher and they nice. were looking for it was awesome i worked there for two years as an usher then two years as an usher manager wait what year was that like oh two oh three oh four oh five okay so, so i was probably one of the years i got left there <laughs> Ozfest. it's like i it was, worked many in Ozfest. and so Eric, uh, so I was working there for a few shows, and then Eric got a job there, too. We were both ushers together. So we've been friends all through high school. Like We're like heterosexual life mates. And so um, we're working a Lenny Kravitz show, and it's Eric's first show. I gotta go my way! Yes. It was awesome. And so we're doing, somehow we get stuck, uh, not stuck, but uh, like our job for the end of the concert is like walking up and down the aisles, making sure everything's cool, whatever. And we end up leaning against the stage with Mm. Lenny Kravitz like over our shoulders, just looking out at the the whole theater. Right. And just everybody singing along with Lenny Kravitz. And I remember Eric leaning over to me and going, this is incredible. And I'm like, just wait. Because as good as Lenny Kravitz was, we were going to get, you know, Ozfest and whatever right, else. Right, right. And that's the moment that I hope people get, whether it's at Warrior Wrestling or somewhere else, when you mm. come to live wrestling, this moment of like, oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah. This is what the live event is like. And then I want someone else to lean over to them and say, just wait. Yeah. Wait till you see Pentagon. Yeah. Wait till yeah, you yeah. see, you know, because it's just. That's what I was so doing to him cool. all night, too. I, as soon as someone come on, I just hit him on the back. I'm like, dude, it's going to be fucking real, dude. And, and it's, I think it ties in a lot, too, because you're a music guy, obviously. Yeah. Live music, comedy, and wrestling are so similar. Yes. It is all that idea of incredible people, incredible talents, and that connection to the audience. And there's something about it live 
that it's like hockey. So I'm a big hockey fan. Yeah. Like you can watch hockey, people are like, oh, I don't know. Even non-sports people, you bring them to live hockey and they go, oh my God, live hockey is incredible. I've seen a lot of Notre Dame hockey in my lifetime. Same here. I go all the time. I watched Notre Dame, Wisconsin a couple weeks ago at the UC. But if you see it live, it's special. And I hope if anybody's listening who's a wrestling fan, but they're like, ah, but I don't go, go. It's so much better. I'm sure Stratton can tell you, it's so much different when you go. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a fucking rock show. It's like yes. going to to me. It was like going to a uh, my own little personal Woodstock or something. And me being a wrestling fan since uh, it's funny because my aunt from Arkansas was in town uh, last weekend, and we were hanging out, and she's telling my girlfriend about how she, you know, like I'm doing the wrestling podcast and this this and that now with wrestling, and she's like, I remember like as soon as you were like born, you were just it was all wrestling mm-hmm. you know, i always tell people it's like well how long you've been watching wrestling it's like well that i can remember probably since i was four or five you know i have my aunt to validate it like it, it sealed the deal i think for my girlfriend though because she knows she she's always like man you you know i think she thinks that i don't give her some time because it's like how obsessed i am with pro wrestling and like how much i love it mm-hmm. and not in a negative way but you know what i mean i mean anybody significant other would probably feel that um, it's just this passion I've had. And so it was weird to have like my aunt there and like, uh, validate that. She's like, ever since you were born, you were like, it was wrestling like Hulk Hogan and this and this and that. And I was just like, man, that's so fucking cool. And it was cool. Cause you could see like, Elise was starting to like understand more now. Like, all right, like this ain't just some Johnny come lately shit. Like this dude's fucking the real deal. <laughs> like yes. into this. Like, and that's why I am. I'm passionate, like doing the shit. And I get fucking hyped in a yell. Cause it's real, man. There ain't there ain't nothing fake on this shit. I love it. And I love what you do. And uh, you know, like I said, to bring guys like Sretton in and uh reintroduce him into this, and especially in this new era, man, like what a time. What a yeah. time to be a fan, dude. It's it, it, it's to the point where it's, and it's going to cross over hard. I can't put a date on it. Yes. But there is going to be a moment, mark my fucking words, where the wrestling is going to cross over super hard again, dude. And it's yes. it's going to be insane. And I think it will come from AEW. It, it's going to. I think it's going to be Cody and the Bucks. To me, it's WCW's revenge. Yes. From the grave, dude. They're negotiating too with Turner Broadcasting. <laughs> that's so that's so awesome. And hopefully they do go on at six oh five Eastern. <laughs> yes, and Saturday nights. Yes. But I, I really think it's the Bucks. I think there is something special about there's your Funko Pops, yeah. Yeah. It's there's something special about those guys. And this is gonna be, you know, an incredibly hipster thing to say. So I lived in LA for two years, oh eight, oh nine, and oh nine, twenty ten. And so I went to PWG before it was cool. Yeah. Like it was already cool, but like it wasn't a national phenomenon. Right. But seeing those guys there, I felt the same way I feel like if I felt the first time I saw Kylie Ray. Right. Like you see them there and you go, Oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. It's the same way you see a band, you see a, tons of bands, tons of bands, and then you see one band and you go, this is something. Yeah. The Young Bucks from the first time, first time I ever saw them was against Kevin Steen and El Generico, nice. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And it was just this moment of, oh, they're going to be huge. Fuck off, fuck off. And it's the truth. I think they are truly, I, uh, they're the next crossover. And the, and to back you up, I, uh, I may not go as far back as Pro Wrestling Gorilla with them. I mean, obviously, I, sure. watching them, I uh, watched a lot of their matches with uh, PWG. But um, with me, it was back in the day. My first introduction to them formally was TNA Impact. Mm-hmm. 
So for all you haters out there that want to keep ragging, Generation you know, Me. Generation Me, exactly. And me and my buddy uh, Johnny B, shout out to John Horn, were super huge. Like Generation Me fans were like, dude, these guys and their matches with like more city machine guns and shit. Like, yes. Jesus Christ, dude. Like these guys are the future. Yep. Like if, if this is what wrestling is going to be, I'm going to yep. fucking live it every day, 24-7. Like it was just insane. And look what these guys have done. And they're super positive dudes. Now you've have you've met the Bucks, you've talked with in the Bucks. In passing. In passing. Yeah. Um uh, they are gonna be at C two E two in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh we will be there for that. Uh it, it will be cool to hopefully one of these uh days I can get a little bit of time to maybe interview them and talk to them. I uh I talked to their dad, uh Matthew Massey Ooh. quite a bit online on Twitter and that you can tell the apple doesn't fall far. Yeah. Because he is super cool. Like he constantly retweets my stuff and vice versa. Oh. Um, it's it's this positive energy that I think stems from the family tree of Buck, and you know he's a guy who does all the music and mm-hmm. he does his own thing and he's uh just a super positive dude you know like and and the Bucks are the same way yeah. and they're super talented and they just they network they talk to everybody and look where they are dude like that you can't write a better story than what's happening to these guys. Like really, like I, I feel so much for like them and their family. Cause that's, that's, that's the American dream right there, yes. dude. That's fucking awesome. And it's authentic. And they built something that is now trickled down. And it's like influencing guys like me and everybody else mm-hmm. and everybody in this room, you know, their fucking work ethic and positivity and just creative juices. If you will, <laughs> uh, just rubbed off and blew all over everybody. And it's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, you Ooh. sick bastard. Ooh. Know, no, but it's it's true. It you know, it's like Kylie Ray, you said earlier, and mm-hmm. I agree 100%. They deserve every good thing coming their way. Oh yeah. Not just because they're good wrestlers, but because they're good human beings. Right. And as you said, you know, when they lost the TNA contract or they left TNA or whatever it was, they I remember reading in a pod re- hearing in podcast or reading an interview where Matt said that was the time where they had long discussions with their families of like, all right, we we, right. we had fun. We did this thing. Now it's time to go get real jobs and move on with life. It might have been a high spot shoot. It might have been a high spot yeah. shoot. And they decided, you know what, we're gonna give ourselves one more year or whatever it was. We're gonna push for our dream. We, you know, their families, they were renting houses or whatever it was. They they didn't have a lot of money to their names. And now they've each signed with the Khan family with AEW and they're gonna make more money than we have ever dreamed of in our lives. Right. And I'm not jealous or bitter one no, they no, deserve no. every dime. They deserve that. And that to me, that's I take from that is fucking motivation. Yes. Dude, because no, no goal is unrealistic in this world anymore. Yep. I mean, what we're doing and what we want to do with like the Green Door Network and Juice Pro Wrestling and a lot of our other stuff and what you want to do with Warrior Wrestling, mm-hmm. nothing is unrealistic if yep. you pour your heart and soul into it. You know, it, shoot for the stars. And my whole thing was like, don't, don't expect much. Just do it and do it for fun. And if the real recognizes real, you yep. know, um, it'll happen. And those guys are the perfect fucking example. Like it's it's so ridiculous that they ha- they are have started this wrestling revolution. They are going to challenge the biggest fish in the fucking pond. They've already in a month since they've announced their existence made waves and people, you know, from your Dean Ambrose to your revivals to even Sasha and Bailey yes are requesting, you know, they want to get out of their shit because hey, we have another place we can work where we know 
this guy's got money and can pay us, and we're top-tier talent, and it's just going to trickle on down, man. And it's it's crazy to see what's going to happen. You don't yeah. know. And I think this is, even when they become established, I think this is going to be the most exciting time oh, for gosh. it because you don't know anything, you know? It's that initial phase. So in your three It's the act, middle finger to yes. all the smart marks out there, yes. you know? Like, this is great. This is something that you don't know. And I'm so excited. You're always excited to watch good people who are very good at what they do right. get the chance to do it. And you know what? I will buy every T-shirt. I will go to every show because regardless of the quality of the product, which is going to be incredible, mm. I want them to do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want them to do well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's genuine. It, 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 hey, if they do well, everybody does well. Yep. You know, And <laughs> they've already proved that. I never would have thought in a million years when they left TNA, these are the guys that... You know, although I loved them a lot, I was like never going to I never could have formulated this plan in my brain that this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Nobody could, you know, and that's that says a lot because, hey, Nick and Matt Jackson went to an already established heel group in New Japan. That was the next big They And the Bullet Club has a lot to do with this boom. Yes. Because it, whether people want to admit it or not, they were the coolest fucking thing to come along since the NWO. Correct. And and they were doing it well, man. They had AJ. They had, you know, the Good Brothers. They had a lot of different people. Finn Balor's obviously starting it off. But it was the Yum Bucks coming in and with their mm-hmm. business acumen and their mentality and their creativeness. And then along with Kenny Omega, that's what, dude, Jesus Christ, it's just, it's it swelled, man. Yep. This freaking nature is starting to swell. And when <laughs> I get big enough, there ain't going to be enough room look through the veins. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the ultimate warrior. Oh my gosh. That really happened. Word for word, you can check that out on YouTube. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that's it's so yeah. weird too. Like if you watch like New Japan now and Bullet Club still is a force, but it's like it's it's lost a little bit of muster. It, and Agreed. it's it's kind of weird because it's not like the Bucks did it intentionally. Like yeah. they were just that damn good yes. to where all right, where they're done with associating with that brand or that product and it's like it's kind of taking a hit you know well the bullet club has now become the general heel foreigner faction again yeah 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 it's what Tama it was Tonga, originally meant Jay to be white it's the it, cutthroat era yeah and those guys are all good but for a brief moment that so going back to our music analogy mm-hmm. that band had an incredible lineup that, for a brief moment yes. and the band will still go on but the incredible guys moved on to something else. Yeah. And it, it's so weird because that moment, too, was you had to live in that moment because if you didn't, it, it's gone. Yes. And now that moment, well, I wouldn't say that's, well, it, it, it'll continue in AEW, you know, the elite yes. and all that. But it with the Bullet Club Association and all that shit that was happening, pro wrestling tees get blowing up over that. It was so super huge and like. You know, it was this thing. It was it was 1991, and Nevermind was coming out. Yes. You know, like that's yes. what it fucking felt like, and it was it was great. And not to say that that's not going to continue because it very much obviously it's going to. But I, I I miss it already. You know, it's like damn dude, there was something so super huge with that. You know, yeah. Yet still underground, but yet huge enough to get everybody in the world to pay attention. My Hashtag buddy- change the world. You know. So Eric, who I mentioned many times, my, my partner in crime, Eric was driving down the street. This was two years ago, maybe. He was somewhere in the city, and there's a guy with a Bullet Club t-shirt on. 
and I wasn't there, but he's told me the story. He just rolls down his window, and Eric just goes, too sweet. And the guy instinctively throws up the too sweet and nice. was like looking around, like, who yelled at me? Who yelled at me? <laughs> like, Grab the wheel. <laughs> it's just this moment of like this underground. It's like if you were a Ramones fan in yeah, 78 yeah. and CBGBs. I and love like this analogy. the world didn't know the Ramones yet, yeah. but you were out somewhere else and you saw somebody with a Ramones <sighs> shirt and you just called them out. It's like, you know, you know, we both yeah, know. Yeah. And that's what Bullet Club was for a while. It was this bubbling underground, like, have you, you, you know, well, shit. Bullet Club guy? That's right. And you were in Europe, right? And you yeah. were seeing Bullet Club shit. Yes. Hungry. Hungry. Uh yeah, in a couple of the cities, I told one dude I said nice shirt. He's like, thanks, man. <laughs> I was uh I was actually out in uh, Chicago uh this past summer, and uh person I was out there with we uh me and my buddy we were at uh it was a a faux place. Is that am I saying it right? Faux uh, pho the noodle the noodle. It's great for hangover. Anyway, it's actually right. a good meal. But uh we're out there, and it's like the uh so is that Korean? Am I getting that right? I don't want to botch this, but I'm Vietnamese. probably going to. Viet- yeah, Vietnamese. Uh, side of Chicago. We're on I that say with section. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. We're in this restaurant, and all of a sudden, there's like an Asian lady next to me, and I'm like, wearing a Bullet Club shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, I, know I snapped a picture, too. I was like, look at the shoulder. The shoulder's got fucking Bullet Club. <laughs> it was great, man. Yeah, like, it's awesome. It's like, that's how big that was. And there was nothing like that on since, like, nwo that no, was authentic no. and even though they did take from nwo and dx at some point it was a riff on those things it was its own modern twist i'm surprised no one really never saw that coming but no one ever thought about it because hey we were all those kids back in the day just like the young bucks and everybody was yep. and they grew up and they took from what influenced them and they made it their own i mean that's all you got to do man it was incredible yeah it was great and it, and you know Right now, for the last six months, Bullet Club as a brand has faded out. It has. Because the elite has grown. Yep. And that's when, as we said a few minutes ago, you realize it was never Bullet Club itself. It was those guys. It was those guys. These guys are the nucleus of what's the happening that's cool. Elite. Yeah. The, the elite. What? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bust it down. Break it down. <laughs> Do you have uh, the vinyl, the 7-inch? Of what? From Meat Sauce Media? No, what Super Kick Party? They made a vinyl? You didn't know about that? I've had it for like, what, a few months now. Oh. Yeah, like well, four months. Happen. Uh, Yeah, check out Meat Sauce Media. Okay. Um, They're the ones they put out. A, it's a seven inch. You can get it a gold edition, which comes with like some posters and some other shit. Um, there's a couple different vinyl swirl editions, but it's a seven inch. It's got their new entrance theme, the Super mm-hmm. Kick Party. Yep. And then uh, the B sides on that are like. Um, Trying to think of what songs they are, but it, it's uh Matthew Massey. It's all like Papa it, Buck. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's like be, the being an elite theme is mm-hmm. one of them, and then there's like a remix. I think of that, and then another one. Um, super fucking cool, man. Nice. Like it's a great. I remember this is before that shit came out. Months and months when almost a year ago when we first talked about doing this podcast was when I was talking to him, uh, Papa Buck, and I was like, dude. You know, I'm a musician myself. I, you know, I do shit. I talk to people. So that's how I know how to network through pro wrestling is from my music, mm-hmm. which I currently still do. Um, I was like, man, you got this hot soundtrack that everybody's digging on. This shit that it's all featured in being the lead. Everybody loves it. I was like, Dude, vinyl is huge. It, like, I believe in the last couple of years it has been the number one uh, 
consumed music media platform other than like digital it's somehow it's out vinyls come back that big wow to where it's like people are buying more vinyl than they're doing like digital and obviously cds and whatever yeah it's like man dude put out a being the elite soundtrack do something put this out in vinyl it's like we know anybody i can get in touch with so i was trying to shout out to uh my buddy mike giuliano who's a huge wrestling fan uh with our record label horror pain gore death which is a subsidiary of relapse records who is a huge huge underground record label um out in philadelphia um that turned into you know okay maybe he took a little bit of what i said and like reached out to somebody and all of a sudden you know months and months later they got vinyl on and i was like i don't care where it came from i'm just glad that it's finally out and i end up I end up getting a copy, man, scoring a That's copy awesome. for my birthday. So check it out, man. Meat Sauce Media. It's super cool. You got to get it, dude. I love those songs, too. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Did you want to talk about the two people that are going to be at the Fan Fest? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah I do. Um, So actually, I want to uh, have Steve kind of lead in to the uh, Brian Cage. Who's he bringing along with him? Uh, future Mrs. Brian Cage, baby mama. Uh, Melissa Santos will be Baby in the Baby mama, house. no drama. Oh, no drama whatsoever. So Melissa Santos, who was a long time and still is, I guess, depending on what their status is, ring announcer for uh, Lucha Underground will be in the Fan Fest. She is absolutely incredible. So she will not only be meeting and greeting with fans, but I can drop this on the podcast. She will be introducing the machine, the Swolverine from the 559, Mr. Brian Cage, in the title match at the show. So Melissa Santos will be there. We're really excited. We've had several people ask over the course of the last year or so for our last three shows, when will Melissa Santos be there with Brian Cage? Your answer is Friday, March 5th, March 15th, excuse me. In addition to Melissa Santos, we also have Alicia Atout coming to the Fan Fest. Alicia is a Canadian wonderful uh YouTube internet personality, longtime host of Ambi, a music blog, yeah, and also a big-time wrestling interviewer. She has made her name with long-form interviews of various wrestlers over the course of the last year or so. She was a backstage interviewer at All In. She has done some work with Impact. She is incredible, amazing, and has her own following as well. She will be dropping in on the Fan Fest and hopefully also hosting some in-arena interviews and things for our fans throughout the course of Warrior Wrestling 4. She may also uh, be doing some episodes of her vlog from the show. So if you want to meet Melissa Santos or the... I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Incredible Alicia Atout, stop by the Fan Fest and check them out. They're both going to be there, meet and greet with fans, as well as joining part of the show itself. I've been checking them both out for a long, long oh. time. And, uh, Alicia, if you're out there listening, you know, you want to talk about some handsome prick or the grind scene, let's let's get on it. Uh, man, this girl has done some great interviews. I'm a super huge fan of her. I've I've reached out. Hopefully we can work something out and uh get something together and give you guys uh maybe a little a 
spread on her. <laughs> I, I couldn't find the words for a second. I'm, I'm getting super excited. You know how it is. Um, she does great music interviews. Uh, I was telling Steve before we went on air, uh, I really dug when I first came across her, I was watching uh, the Ambi, the music blog, uh, a lot of her interviews. And then uh, I seen her do an interview with Vampiro and then they're like talking about like Misfits and Lucha and all this stuff. And I was like, that instantly got hooked. And then, you know, she comes in, um, does Impact now which she's Canadian and the parent company of Impact Wrestling Anthem Sports, which is also based in Canada. So it kind of made sense. And I'm glad that they reached out to her because I think she does a great stop. Great job backstage. Super hottie, super intelligent, does great interviews. Um, So you guys, if you're out there, check her out on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Alicia touts the shit. And hopefully we can score some kind of meeting arrangement with her and uh get her opinion and what she really digs as far as music because that's that's one thing i'm it's one thing for the people sitting down interviewing guys you know like to like hey have them on there and then they're telling their story what there is influencing them but i i really like the perspective of the person asking the interviews you know especially someone like her like you can kind of gauge an idea and a perspective of what she's into by who she interviews, but what really are you into? You know, that's, that's kind of what I would like to know, you know? So I, I think that'd be super cool if I get a moment to speak with her and uh, Melissa Santos. That's, that's super awesome. We all know this is the wife of Brian cage. Now um, they have a young child together. So congratulations to both of them. I think they just celebrated uh was it? A wedding anniversary or no, I know Brian Cage's birthday was what, like the other Cage day? Cage just had a birthday a couple of days ago. They right. did, so they did a public proposal maybe a month or so back. Um, I don't know. I think they had a private proposal before that. I don't know where they kind of stand with their Proposing life. But those they are, privates. But, oh, yeah. But they are together and they are they are good. And I will see what I can do about together hooking you guys up forever. with, uh, oh, damn. With uh, with Miss Tout, I'll see if I can put in the good word for you. Yeah, that'd be super awesome. I, you know, we were talking. I, I really am like just genuinely like I like what she does, and she's great. She's got she's got, her interviews have a cool atmosphere. Like when she did with Vampiro, they were sitting like on the stoop or steps or somewhere. It was just like very cool, very like real and like gritty and like just honest, honest interviews. Yep. You know, like that's the kind of shit I dig. That's what I try to emulate and do. You know, I just. Keep it real, Ooh. real big, real hard, real stale. <laughs> Jim Rawls. Do the people know? Oh, we didn't share. There's the two people. impressions that there's two impressions that you do if you happen to be listening to the show and you're drinking. Mm-hmm. That was one, and the by God is the other. <laughs> by God, you have to finish. You have to finish whatever alcoholic beverage. If you happen to be drinking an alcoholic beverage, you have to drink the whole thing at that time when you hear those two things. Yes. Thank goodness you scream into the microphone less with the by God stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I try to bet, you know, I have some form of mic control. He opens a the door, bit. walks outside. He's about 50 feet away. That was incredible. Thank you. I like that. Hey, hey, you know what? I think I hear. Oh, God. Do you hear that? Shit. I think he's coming. Andre. What are you doing here? Came to visit for our listen to promotion. Oh, man. How the hell have you been, Andre? Are you excited for all this Warrior Wrestling 4? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Very excited. Yeah, yeah. I Fuck. think you fools are uh, pronouncing Alicia's name wrong. I think he's a two. 
Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't know, you French Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Andre. Thanks for dropping on. I gotta go. <laughs> you giant <laughs> bastard. <laughs> God, I love it when he drops by, you know? Man, the whole place shakes. That's right. It's like Jurassic Park, you know, when the water trembles. The water is doing the circles, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, jeez. Oh, she's she's back. Channeling. I gotta go. <laughs> See you later. Andre, say hi to Sam Kinison for me. He's one of my heroes, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, yeah, man, so a lot of going on. Steve, Warrior Wrestling 4, man, this is just <laughs> fucking stacked, dude. I'm so excited. Uh, people can get tickets at warriorwrestling.net. They are on sale. Now, how are your ticket prices going? Is it like, uh, I mean, there's general admission, which I will say is uh, the bleacher seats. There's not a bad seat no, in the house. No. So for any of you guys out there kind of hesitant, like, oh, should I get front row? I mean, yeah, spend the money. They're going to sell out anyway. Mm. Um, it really doesn't matter. But the bleachers, I, I kind of prefer them. You know, I mean, you get the height. So yeah, my, it's so good my perspective. Dad, who's been at every show, he he did the first two. He was third row for the first show. Then he and my buddies were first row for the second show. And my dad was like, "I want to sit up in the bleachers. Like, I want to be up." So right. There's not a bad seat, like you said. No, no, it, it's super cool. Much like uh. At Notre Dame, what is it? At the Joyce Center, dude. Yes, like, sir. I've been a uh, shit. I think I went to a WWF event there in, like, 98, 97, mm. 98. It, this was back when The Rock was there, and everybody was trailer trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, way to call everybody in South Bend trailer trash, Rock. Really proud of you. It was part of the gimmick. Yeah, no, I, I loved it. Um, uh, They had LOD 2000 back then. Oh, I saw gosh. China, uh, Triple H. But I, I just remember, and even going in the events and games there, like there's not a bad seat there, and it really reminds me of that, you know. So super cool place to be a part of. Like you guys really got the the perfect event center, like as far yes. as Marian Catholic goes. So shout out to Marian Catholic, man. I, I can't stress that enough. And the other fact that I would like to stress is all this money, like the benefits, the proceeds are all going towards children's educations. Like yep. that's. We could sit here and talk all day about how awesome the wrestling shit is and that, but like the real reason behind it, it, I mean, to me, it trumps it. You know, it's like that's super awesome, dude. Yeah, thank you. So we're we're really excited, you know. And I say this all the time when people ask, they're like, "Oh, you're a private school. All your kids are rich. What do they need?" Literally three quarters of our kids need some type of financial aid or scholarship to be able to come to the school. So we serve an area that is in many ways underserved, and so a lot of our kids come from lower socioeconomic uh, strata. And so for those kids to be able to afford a great school and a great safe education, that costs a lot of money. And that's got to be made somehow. So we do golf outings and galas and donation appeals, et cetera. And warrior wrestling is one more thing we do that literally every ticket you buy, every beer you buy, every hot dog you buy, every T-shirt you buy, that money goes into a fund that helps pay for a kid to be able to come to our school. So, I mean, even if you're just like, oh, I don't know, I'm not sure – Come pay 30 bucks, sit in the bleachers, and help a kid out. And I guarantee you, you will walk away wild by the show. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. And that's super cool. Like I said, I, I can jump behind that cause <laughs> 100 per, and 10%. Because that, Ooh. yeah, that, come that's on, man. It's about, fraction. It's all about the kids, the niños. Can hmm. I talk about two little baby bonuses? Yeah, if you're a huge do. wrestling fan, the yes. fact that they do intermission, I don't know if you guys are going to do it again. Mm-hmm. They did intermission. Well, you got you to when the car's walk, that stacked. Yeah. You can get close. <laughs> you can get close. You can walk around the ring and see how they set everything up. Mm-hmm. After the show, they were doing photographs inside the ring. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, well, see, yeah. we, when the show ended, I think we were 
we were out as soon as it ended because we were just like fucking blown up by sure, the way. Sure. We were like the warrior up. running to the ring. Oh my gosh. <laughs> blown up by the time you get there. <laughs> Shake the ropes once. It's like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Which is super cool because you get to see an awesome show and then yeah, you can yeah. actually go ahead and stand in the spot where these guys are just killing themselves yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And so we do it. We try to make it as affordable as possible. It's 10 bucks, 10 bucks a head. Come on in the ring. We'll take your picture in the ring. And we had a ton of people do it last show. So. Yeah, that's super cool. One of my regrettable, regrettable moments was uh, in Hammond when I didn't get to jump in the ring with AJ Styles for 20 bucks and take a picture. Like, the fuck was that ticket? <laughs> Juice. You know, but hey, you live, you learn. If you don't believe me, then ask Alanis. Oh, <laughs> bringing like, it back. Bringing the knowledge. She's Canadian too, by the she way. Sure is. She There's a lot of successful Canadian entrepreneurs in the United States. Look, Chris Jericho. Oh, real quick, I want to drop some. Uh, we were talking earlier too, some quick wrestling news. Uh, as far as MLW is concerned, we have a new world heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. Another guy who's appeared at, uh, have you guys had? We've not had him yet. Talk to him a little bit. We'd love to have him in the future. Nice, nice. I know he's he's been at Black Label. He's done some shit with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he defeated Low-Key, yeah. who was the champ for God knows how long. I think all of the reincarnation of MLW. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Start. Yeah, so super cool. Congrats to Filthy Tom Lawler on that. Also, we had the Lucha Bros drop the, drop the world tag team titles to the Hart Foundation. Uh so that was that was the kind of I mean I guess with the news, news AEW I'd hate to say it's like well it's a surprise but you know it 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 kind of is because they were mm-hmm. they were down with MLW man they mm-hmm. were they were doing a lot of shit with them and now it's kind of up in the air we'll see what happens with the announcement of uh, AEW and the Bucks showing up and kind of I think the newest episode of Being the Elite that dropped today which is Monday February fourth uh, it's called uh what is it I think the episode's entitled, it's episode 137 and 138 of Being the Lee. It's a, a handshake or something like that. Okay. You know, basically talk about their deal with Pentagon. I have not watched it yet, so I'm waiting until I get home oh, tonight right. to check that out. Um, But super cool. It's more huge news coming out. Uh, on the. We were talking earlier about the halftime heat. Mm-hmm. You got any uh, perspective on that? Because I didn't watch any of that. You know, I thought it was great. Originally, they were going to let fans in, and then they said it's just going to be friends and family. But whatever crowd they had there was pretty big. Where, so where was it at? In the performance center. Was they it really? Bleachers nice. in the performance center. And they had it had to be more than friends and family because they had a lot of people there. And it was hot. And the, I mean, crowd wise, the crowd was on fire and the match was incredible. I mean, just, it was Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, and Aleister Black versus Gargano, Ciampa, and Cole. And they just destroyed it. It was awesome. Nice, nice. You know, glad to see Halftime Heat back, even Mm -hmm. without MTV in the mix. Oh my gosh, MTV. (laughs) Remember that? Sunday Night Heat, man. That was 20 years ago. It's it's so hard to believe it's been that long, man. 20 years. And we're coming up on shit. We, a couple more years, we got the anniversary of uh, the death of WCW. Yeah. It's hard to, I, I graduated high school that year, so it's it's going to be uh, really weird for me. It was really weird when it happened. And I've kind of been going back on the network and watching you know, the Monday Night War stuff. And it's so weird and surreal because as I watch that and I watch... At the time when they recorded, you know, guys like Cody were still with the company mm-hmm. when he's doing the whole mustache gimmick. Oh, and, gosh. Yeah. Um, 
it it's so weird because it's a lot of history repeating itself like looking back at it and it's like okay they look at at uh the monday night wars as such this peak era in wrestling which it was not to take anything away from it mm-hmm. but what do we get in this new era like it when AEW is full throttle hard in the paint going with a tv deal you know doing their pay-per-views however they plan on doing that and their shows what are we going to have then yeah. You know, that, like I said, that's something that could possibly trump, and I think it might trump the Monday Night Wars. I think the quality of shows will definitely be higher. Right, right. Even if the popularity isn't there because of splintered media, you can't get as many viewers as you could in the late 90s. Right. The quality, I mean, look at All In. All In was incredible. Yeah, huge success. I mean, yes. for all the, everybody involved, and in, especially pro wrestling tees, dude, one-hour tees, those guys made a boatload of money on T-shirts! Oh, God. T-shirt! Anybody T-shirt? I feel like I'm in Newsies or something all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me last paint, mister. <laughs> I like that. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it, it's a good time to be alive, man. We got guys like you putting on <laughs> fucking insane <laughs> shows. Right? Like, I, I look at this. I have to laugh looking at my own flyer. Yeah. I uh, mean, it, that's an, I, dude, I'm super pumped to see the Rascals. I've yeah, never seen great. them live. I know they've done some stuff in uh, AEW recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the whole gimmick, you know, the, the that 70s gimmick, their backstage segments and that. And I've always said, to me, uh, Desmond Xavier reminds me of, like, a modern-day AJ Styles. Ooh. I, I always thought that when I first seen him in Impact. I was like, man, if they really push this kid, he has the, the physical capability to be, like, the next AJ. Agreed. Because... Let's face it, AJ, all he was was physical ability. Yes. He was He was not like, dude, back in the day, his promos were pure shit. And there was you know? no character. He was there just was, very yeah. talented There was just some guy from Georgia that was in, uh, what was it, Air Force and WCW or whatever his team was with Jason Jett. Was it Jason yes. Jett? Oh, my God. Former ECW guy? Oh, my God. I don't even remember. I think that might have been. I, I could be wrong, so you guys can let me know in the comments. And if you do, just know I'm coming looking for you. <sighs> Don't correct me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Steve, where can people check you guys out? Online, we are at warriorwrestling.net. Twitter is warrior, at Warrior Wrestling. Second word, no vowels. So W-R-S-T-L-N-G. Sounds like the... Banner. Uh, I know, exactly. Same thing for Instagram. And then we're on Facebook as well. Uh, tickets are all at warriorwrestling.net. Um, check it out. The card is up on the homepage of the website, as well as some of the videos we talked about earlier. We do a lot of backstage videos coming out of Warrior 3. So if you want to check that out and see a profile of Brian Cage, some of the backstage interactions, it's all up there. That was really cool, too. And you guys, yeah. I, I, you know what? Um, I, I have, It's been on my car for a while. I haven't watched the full thing yet. I, I think the other day I kind of, you guys had a, the Brian Cage um, back, was it the backstage mm-hmm. deal with him? Yeah. Man, dude, like super fucking cool. I haven't been able to guy. watch the whole thing yet. Yeah. But, like, the fact that you guys do stuff like that and, like, the quality of it is awesome. And I've seen 99.9% of the shit you guys have put out, and it's just, it's amazing, you know? Huge shout-out to Rob Malinowski, who's our video guy. Rob uh, came out of the woodwork for show one and literally said, you know, he's got a 9-to-5. He does wedding videography on the side. And he's like, I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. Could I do a little documentary video on your wrestling show? This was, you know, last year in May. And it was incredible. And I so got an he, email warning about it. It's like, hey, you should check this out. And I was like, oh, I do declare. I must have mm-hmm. all gone. And he's and incredible. 
And yeah. and and now he's got these. He's working AAW. He's working freelance, yep. and he's just put together these awesome video documentaries, introspective stories about wrestling, and he's crushing it. So he's at Polish Rob yep. on, Twitter. Him on Twitter. Check him out. Well. He's a good dude. Um, another guy I want to give since we're doing blessings and salutations Ooh. as we like to do on the JP Dub. Uh, uh, Derek from uh, Curtain Jerker Designs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a really good guy. Um, we were talking. Uh, I think it was during the Rumble, and he had just followed me, uh, followed Juice Pro Wrestling on Twitter or something, and we were just talking. And he's like, "Hey, where, you know, where are you guys?" Like, "Well, I'm in Michigan City." I'm like, "No shit." And he's, he's like, "Tell right me." The road. Yeah, everybody. He does, you know, and does stuff for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I think he says he has like 18 clients uh, a month, and yeah, they're worldwide. You yes. Know? Uh, I was like super impressed. I'm like, man, dude, like we got to get you on here sometime. And actually, uh, he never got back to me. Unfortunately, I hit him up. Uh, Thomas willing to go pick him up because he doesn't drive. I was like, hey, man, I'll drive you if you want to go to Black Label Pro. But he never got back to me, so that unfortunately didn't happen. But uh, I, I'd like to give a shout out to that dude because he does a killer job with his uh, designs, and he does really good work. And I'll hook yeah, you up. Yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to him and connect you with him. Good guy, and yeah. Um, yeah. You can't say enough good stuff about Derek. Yeah, yeah, he's super awesome. So shout out to Derek too. Um, anywhere else anybody can find you guys at or those are the big things. We did Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the website. Um the show's running what about Chicago streaming? Heights. Streaming, there you go. High Spots That's Network. Oh man, Juice, you're the best. High Spots Wrestling Network. You can watch all three shows, Warrior One, Two, and Three, and Warrior Four Live. The high spots guys are so you're absolutely telling me great. You could watch it live as it happens. As it happens. So if you're sitting on your couch in oh, Seattle, God. Washington. That's right. You can watch Warrior as it goes down as SCU faces off with OVE. Oh, it's good. Man, I'm gonna lose my shit there, dude. I'm I might have to Man, the fight threatened like just all, all of a sudden it's gonna turn into a fucking riot fest or something. Like, Stratton, I'm mad at you for no reason, but this is a fucking awesome show. We're just gonna fight. <laughs> I all- happen to be mad at you for no reason too. Just let it out. You got hate in your heart, just let it out. <laughs> it it's gonna be insane. I cannot wait for everybody in ten. Um, we're, we're going to draw a crop of people from, I mean, obviously the first time we went, um, there was me, you, JR, um, like I said, you had, uh, what was, uh, cast Gabriel. name? Gabriel, Gabriel was there. Um, I had my son there. JR had his son, uh, Bobcat Davini, who's a frequent crazy guest on this show. Um, and you know, Stevie just hooked us up with a shit ton of flyers. So yes. there's going to be a lot more people. Get ready coming, region. Courtesy of, uh, <laughs> juice pro wrestling. It, it for real for you guys that are wrestling fans in the region this is your woodstock this is it's time to rock out and the party and this is going to be one huge fucking party and the, i can't stress enough too one thing i want to reiterate real quick is the uh, the vip fan fest yes which is why it's like 25 bucks 25 bucks it's the best you can't beat that 25 bucks you can go and get pictures and what you don't have to pay for Mm-mm. and autographs which you don't have to pay for Mm-mm. now mind you until the time's up then it changes but that's why you pay the extra and it's totally fucking worth it to go and meet all these guys i mean everybody we met last time like i think there was only maybe two or three people we didn't get to talk to but that was just because the time and mm. we had some other uh <laughs> technical difficulties when it showed up like stopping at an atm um <laughs> uh man it's so awesome like the the whole experience it's so wallet friendly in my opinion 
And like I said, and not even that, even if it wasn't like the cause is still there, I would still support it. So anybody out there, I don't care where you're working at. If you're having going through hard times or whatever, Hey, hit us up. Maybe we'll help you out. I just, I want everybody to appear at this show so you guys can know what we're talking about. And what I've been preaching for a long time now is uh warrior wrestling is it as far as like Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana wrestling goes, you're not going to score any better show. And that's no knock to anybody else mm-hmm. eh, because there's a like people like Mikey, a black label pro AAW puts on killer shit. I, I just personally, I, this is one of my favorites and I thank, thank you. you very much, Steve, for coming out and talking to us, man. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys taking the time to have me on. I appreciate the many Coors Banquet beers we've enjoyed <laughs> today. Hey, we're Sam course. Elliott when you need... <laughs> oh, damn. The dude. The dude abides. Did you catch the Super Bowl ad with the dude? No. I, there were, there was one. I, I had saw it before the what? Super Bowl, and I thought it was like a lead-up to maybe a sequel, because I just literally watched The Big Lebowski the other night. Because so of did that. I, a week ago. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I, yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> uh, the stars must have aligned. Mm. Um, so, and it, it just turned into a Stella Artois commercial, oh. which, hey, I'll salute because I'm a Budweiser fan and they yeah, own you know. Stella. So, InBev, shout out to you. <laughs> uh, even though you're not American, but you portray yourself as such. Uh, another place, another time. It's kayfabe. <laughs> keeping it real. Hey, what keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> What's that Chappelle shit? Yeah. The fucking uh, the box or whatever. Remember mm-hmm. the the hurry it up. What was that? The finish it up. God damn it! You guys, you ain't support me on wind this it thing. down box. Or wind it like down box. Yeah. I don't know. Like that. We're talking about comedy from I've twelve pressing, years ago. I have I've been pressing it for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're still hitting you with the steel chair like Sabu. Um, hey, if you guys are out there listening, uh, be sure you tune in every week. Uh, we are now, I'm very proud to announce we are now on uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. So for all you tenderonies out there listening, you know, hit the Juice Pro Wrestling up on Spotify. Be available weekly. And that's pretty much through any uh, uh, podcasting platform in their rights run. Including YouTube. <laughs> yeah, YouTube, which you uh, can get a direct link at through jpdub.com. We're also on Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling. We're on Facebook. We're all over that shiz at Juice Pro Wrestling. And uh, we have a group on there. And it's an awesome, very, I want to give a shout out to everybody involved in this group right now. Of a lot of interaction going on lately, which I fucking love it. Because it, the whole point of this group, it's the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe, or as we like to refer to it as the JP. Woo, woo, woo. Um, everybody getting in there and interacting, sharing their uh, their memories, their thoughts, their what's currently going on with wrestling. That's what it's all about. Like, And there's been a lot of interaction lately. So I'd like to thank all you guys for sharing all your shit and keep continuing to do so. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at JPW Podcast. You can follow Big Ed the Assassin at JPWGM. Um, JR doesn't have a Twitter, so JR, I'm sorry, but fuck you. Uh, <laughs> he, has, he has some really cool art coming up, though. We got we got some events planned. Uh, oh, JR's artist. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking awesome. Steve, it's something you're going to want to be Ooh, a part of. Hopefully, right. you'll be around for it. Uh, we're going to have a one-year anniversary. It's going to be a big art fair, all kinds of shit going on as it pertains to pro wrestling. Maybe we can include Warrior in some way, shape, or form in that. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure you make your fucking ass, get your asses off the couch. Don't, don't want, I mean, if you have to, if you absolutely, absolutely have to watch it on your couch, do so at High Spots Wrestling Network. Um, but get out. If you're in the region, 
there's no reason why you shouldn't be at this event. And if I haven't made it particularly clear that how <laughs> badass this shit is, then I'm not doing my fucking job and I'm going to want to hurt you. Um, so anyways, we're going to end it with a little wet I'm up, wet I'm up, wet I'm up, wet I'm up. Oh, not long, sugar. You gonna do sex to me? Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.